Hey there, friends. It's Nick. So I want to talk about the kind of the foundations that we need to have in place when we're telling our stories. So I'm going to use as an example, the first half of season five of Yellowstone, which we've just finished watching. Yellowstone's been a brilliant show. I mentioned it before. It's written by Taylor Sheridan, who's a, who's a guy who I admire. And I know because I'm jealous of his body of work, of his ability to ride a horse. And the quality of the drama we've seen coming, coming from his writing over the past few years and the, well, the quality and the volume, let's say, um, but for me, the first half of season five of Yellowstone, and they've just gone to a mid season hiatus. I think this, the second half of the show will be out in the summer. The first half started quite weakly. And part of the reason for that, I think is structural. For us, part of the attraction of the show was that it's in this place we know so little about, Montana, this beautiful open countryside, this massive ranch that stretches as far as the eye can see and beyond where the eye can see. And the kind of the underlying tension, I suppose, is the, the encroachment of the modern world and the modern sensibilities on this, this way of life around um, cattle and cowboys that's, that's lasted for, you know, 120, 130 years, whatever. Uh, it's, it's not as long as you think it is, but in that sense, it's a bit like Red Dead Redemption, the games from uh, Rockstar, which is set in the Old West. Both those two games, they're sort of set, they're set in that moment where you know, this, this way of life, this way of being is dying and it's being subsumed by, by culture, by civilization. I think that, that sort of goes to this, the challenge that they had, Sheridan had at the start of season five of Yellowstone. So if you, I'm not going to spoil it particularly, but if, if you're watching an earlier season and you don't want to know some of what happens, then you might want to turn this off. But, but essentially at the end of season four, um, Kevin Costner's character, who is the, the, the guy who sort of the head of the family that owns this ranch is effectively standing for governor, governor of Montana, just so he can stop the building of a, of a new airport and all of the kind of the tourist complexes and what have you that will take over some of his land. And in his view, obviously spoil the state. And there's a challenge there because up till then, not entirely, but largely the show had been set in this world, this, this world, as I say, that we know little about this world where his word was law very often. And when people screwed with them, they more than screwed them back and they could get away with it. And that's part of the, that's part of the engine of the show, because in that world, it's believable. In the same way that I was talking about The Last of Us, and The Last of Us is set in a world where civilization, it's not that it's not there, it's just broken down. In fact, a lot of the stories that we, that we tell rely on this idea that in some sense, the world is not as it is. Because for most of us, most of the time, and thank God this is true, the whole point of civilization, of uh, 
the stuff that we've built of the laws that we have of the kind of the societal norms or what have you that whole point is if you think about it is to kind of to squash drama we don't want surprises we don't want to be washed away by a storm or you know have everything taken with from us just because someone's stronger than we are and they've got a gun or whatever it might be in other words society is kind of a a kind of a leveling a leveling sort of principle in life and when we're looking for for drama particularly you know the i guess you'd say a lot of the kind of the the sort of the the high action drama it needs to exist in a world where we don't have all those norms where the police are everywhere you know again last of us is is the society is broken down which is how you can get into all these situations where there are they are in mortal peril of our heroes either from the creatures or from you know the the humans that have been driven to do awful things from each other in this in this new world so circling so, back to Yellowstone there has been this underlying sort of idea that that Kevin Costner's character is the patriarch he makes the rules what he says goes and when he says jump everyone else how high and the challenge is of course that when he becomes governor at the start of season five becomes less believable because he <laughs> he stands on this he stands on the slogan of progress stops with me every time I think about it but also it's also not very realistic I mean he's you know he's he's in there not to be a politician he's in there to save the ranch and to throw as many spanners as he can but we kind of understand that um in the real world you can't just do what you want you know, pol politics is supposedly the art of the possible. It's certainly the art of compromise, particularly, <laughs> particularly in America, but, but just as much here and perhaps everywhere else as well. Here he is, he's, he's throwing the baby out with the bathwater. And some of those early scenes in, the, in season five where he's doing that, they're funny. And they're kind of, you know, we, we you know, we, um, we're attracted to people who know what they want and just do it. But he and other members of his family are acting as they always have, as if there are no consequences. And while that may be true on the ranch, that isn't true out in the real world. We all understand that there are consequences to our actions. So, you know, you can't expect to beat someone up in a bar and to have nothing happen, which is essentially what happens to one of the characters. Now. The reason this is relevant to us is because when we're telling our story, when we're creating the drama, whether it's your origin story or you're building a world or whatever, one of the things that's most important, and I've talked about this before, is that idea that we have an inciting incident. We have something that happens that moves us out of the normal world. And in you know, the hero's journey, it's moving us into the magical world, but but really what we're talking about with that inciting incident is something that destabilizes our, destabilizes our life. Now I'm not talking about, you know, the zombie apocalypse. We don't need to be as unstable as that, but we need to have something that happens that drives us to more extreme action than we might normally take. Because without those kind of extreme actions, there's no drama or 
if we show extreme action in a normal world, which is a bit like the governor sacking all of his staff, essentially without, without thinking about it or asking anyone or, you know, just doing it almost on a whim, it looks cool, but it's of course is actually dumb. And as I think as viewers of that show, a lot of us look at that and, and might say, well, yes, yeah, it's, it's a bit funny and it's quite, it's a bit cool, but in the real world, this wouldn't work. And, and as soon as you think that, as soon as you think that in a show, the, um, you know, the drama's lost a little bit right now to say that the second half of the first half of the season, let's say the second quarter of season five, they're much more back on the ranch and it works so much better. And it's partly because again, we're in this world where there is a sense that anything can happen and does. So it's interesting to see, it'd be interesting to see whether the second half of the season stays that way, because certainly the, the, the mid season finale is putting them right back in, uh, I don't know what you call it, the state house for, for the, you know, for the next, for the next part of the show. But there is just, it's much more like an ordinary show where you've got people being mean to each other and throwing strops and being over dramatic and what have you. What we want is a context where those things are more believable. And that's what we need. You need, if you're telling your story, you need the same kind of thing. You need that inciting instant that throws your world out of balance enough for your customers, your clients, your prospects to then believe the story that you're about to tell them. I hope that makes sense. If you haven't seen Yellowstone, I'd really recommend it. Um, in fact, I'd recommend it before all of Taylor Sheridan's work. He's, he's a really interesting writer. Anyway, that's it for me. Thanks for listening. Remember that your story means business. And if you want to dig deeper into the stuff that I do, search online for story.business. Bye now.